Your Washington Nationals beat the San Diego Padres yesterday for a score of 5-3. to three. But also, we're going to look into Lane Thomas and his recent power surge this May. What is behind it, and is this sustainable? We'll talk about that right after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And I'm your host, Ryan Clary, and I have taken my fandom and my passion and my ambition for this team in the podcast form here with the Locked On Podcast, where it's your team every single day only on the Locked On Podcast Network. And as we get into the show today, later on, we're going to preview the 405 start today with the Padres going up against the Nats. You got Blake Snell versus Jake Irvin. Who's going to win that little pitching matchup? We'll talk about that. But also, later on, we're going to talk about Trevor Williams and the value that he brings to this Nationals ball club. And it's not just on the field. It's also off the field and what he provides as far as leadership goes because I think that is a slept on factor as to why this Nationals team and as you've seen Josiah Gray take a step up haven't you seen Mackenzie Gore doing relatively pretty well so far in 2023 I think Trevor Williams may have a key role into that we're going to talk about that and more but we're going to start off with talking about last night's win and obviously, we're going to get into Lane Thomas's hot start here in May because he has been the one that has really just catapulted this team into, you could say, contention. More contention that we even dreamed of going into this year. But last night's win was really just a slugfest that we needed. Multiple Washington Nationals checking in the box there with multiple base hits. And that is what this Nationals team has needed. You need consistency. When you don't have the power that all these other teams seem to have, like the Padres, who they haven't really utilized that power up to this point so far, but you get the point. They are a much better overall talented team. Simple as that. But when you go against these teams, you can take advantage of some of a pitcher like a Ryan Weathers, a 23-year-old Southpaw pitcher who has struggled and has had his up and downs. And the Nationals took advantage of that as, obviously, in last night's performance, Ryan Weathers didn't really look as great as everyone thought he would. Giving up four earned runs and five runs in total in six innings pitch, only four strikeouts. He walked two batters, and his ERA is now up to a 3-9-4 after hovering around the mid to low threes before that start. Four earned runs going up against Ryan Weathers, who, by the way, is not just some nobody. This was a top 10 pick by the San Diego Padres back in 2019. He is someone who absolutely has high expectations in that organization. A lot of people talk about him and talk highly about him, but I kind of felt confident in this Nationals team with the right-handed bats right now with Alex Call, Lane Thomas, who's really leading the charge there. Kiebert Ruiz checks in with an RBI single yesterday. All those guys who we need to make an impact made an impact yesterday. As you get Weathers out of the game, 
after that sixth inning. And obviously, we could have used him a little bit longer because having those foreign runs given up with him pitching, the Nationals couldn't score anything else after that going up against a solid Padres bullpen. But let's get into Lane Thomas in this recent hot streak. We've talked about Lane Thomas before. I love Lane Thomas. I love what he brings to the table. I don't throw this around lightly. When you talk about five-tool players, you think James Wood. You think Aaron Judge. You think all these big-time prospects and players and Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, name those five-tool players. They're all superstars. Now, I'm not saying Lane Thomas is this five-tool player. But when you look at it from this perspective, as someone who may be a very legit corner outfielder or even a center fielder at this level, let's look a look at his tools. He's got the power, obviously. He's got the hit tool. He's getting on base. He plays solid defense. He's got the arm. He's got the speed. What else do you need from a guy who could be a corner outfielder but also could be a legit utility man going forward for this team? And Trevor Williams, not Trevor Williams, and Lane Thomas so far in May has a 330 batting average, a 1,000 OPS so far. And he is slugging at a 636 rate. Lane Thomas has never been this hot. In fact, never once in his career has been this hot as he has been right now. So far in May, in 22 games and 88 at-bats, he's got seven home runs with 15 RBIs as well. He's got four walks. He struck out 23 times so far. But at the end of the day, if you're going to strike out, it's fine. If you're going to provide extra base hits, which he has done, he's provided four doubles, a triple, four, five, seven home runs. This guy is getting on base, and not only is he getting on base, he's doing damage with it. As that 636 slugging percentage so far in May really kind of dictates what he has done so far. He had a 661 OPS to start May 1st against the Chicago Cubs. Right now, he's sitting at an 807 OPS on the season. With his slugging percentage up by more than 100 points from the start of May until now. Because it was at a 333 on May 1st. After yesterday's game, going into the third game of the Padres series today, he's at a 462 slugging percentage. Lane Thomas is starting to become the Nationals' best player on this roster, the most valuable player on this team. And at this point, there's no arguing that. Because the plays that he has made in the outfield, no, by the way, he should have had another assist on his record as of two nights ago, but we all know what happened with that Dominic Smith play. And again, no one should blame Dominic Smith. He has saved us many, many, many times this season. No one should blame him. But that just goes to show you the value that Lane Thomas has brought to the Washington Nationals so far this season. And we've highlighted this before. In the first half of the seasons, he has notoriously started off slow. Back in 2021, he started off slow with the Cardinals and as well as the Nationals. And then that second half of the season, that's when you start to see this power surge. Last year, you saw the same thing. Not to the extent of 2021, but you saw what he could bring. You saw if he was consistent enough, he could be an everyday player in this Nationals lineup. And again, only at 28 years old, Lane Thomas 
is someone that the Nationals really have to start looking at and saying, is this guy going to be a corner outfielder for this team for a little bit longer than we think? But also, on the other hand, he's 27, really. He's about to be 28 any day now. What is his price tag at the deadline? Mike Rizzo has to be thinking of stuff like this for a rebuilding team. Because let's not forget this. The eyes are on the future. You got Dalen Lyle, a second-round pick who I think is going to make a huge rise in prospect rankings come mid-July. Then you also have James Wood, a top-10 prospect in all of baseball. Probably going to be the number one prospect in a year or so. Elijah Green a very hit-or-miss prospect who could be a superstar but also could flounder out. We'll never really know up to this point. Christian Vaccaro, Robert Hassel, all these different high-profile prospects that the Nationals have in the outfield is why we bring up these questions. It's not anything that Lane Thomas has or hasn't done, but you can't create a logjam when you have those high-profile prospects. And yes, not every prospect will work out. I already know that. We know that as a collective. Victor Robles was a top 10 prospect for how many years? Has he panned out? Not at all. So none of this is guaranteed. But when considering what Lane Thomas has done so far, it's tough to just look by it and say, this guy isn't really a value of this team. Trade him right now or don't trade him. At this point, I'm going to be sticking with Lane Thomas unless someone is offering up a pretty good prospect. And what I mean by that, a top 100 prospect. Because Lane Thomas is under team control all the way through 2025. He's got a couple years left of control for the Nationals. Oh, and by the way, on a pretty cheap deal, which the learners love. So it's a really tough question to handle. But at the end of the day, Lane Thomas has been the Nationals best hitter. He has been the key reason as to why this Nationals team has had a resurgence so far here in May. And he is also one of the main reasons why this Nationals offense hasn't been as bad as it was to begin the season. You can thank Lane Thomas and what he has done. Because not only has he been that guy for the Nationals, but he has been the leader in the clubhouse and one of the leaders in the clubhouse. Now we're going to talk about another leader in the clubhouse that I don't think gets the shine that people really talk about when it comes to Trevor Williams. I'll explain what I think about Trevor Williams and really what he has done so far in an impressive, really impressive few starts coming off of a very quality start just last night. We'll talk about that. But before we do that, I got to tell you guys about our friends over at bird dogs and guys bird dogs is just amazing i am wearing them right now and it is the perfect fit feel and look for summer 2023 everybody trust me when i say this their stretchy fabric makes my legs look great and they're comfier than my other shorts and pants and they give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts and pants on the golf course to a meeting a date or hanging out with friends i was at a meeting the other day and my client told me that I look great in my bird dogs. And I said, thank you. I really wanted to hear that because bird dogs are the most comfortable pants in the game. Don't trust me. 
trust. Famous comedian Burt Kreischer, who wakes up at his lake house wearing bird dogs, goes for his swim, smokes a cigar, grills burgers, and chills with his family, all while wearing the bird dogs shorts. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And when you enter promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. So again, use code locked on MLB. And now we get back into it as we have to talk about Trevor Williams and what he has provided for this Washington Nationals team in 2023. And it's so far in 10 starts, he is at 50 innings on the nose and he has a 4-3-2 ERA, which is relatively solid for what we expected with Trevor Williams. Because as I've alluded to in the past, the last time that Trevor Williams was a full-time starter, it was with the Pittsburgh Pirates back in 20. 20- 20, where he had a 6-1-8 ERA in 11 starts, 55 and a thirds innings pitch, 15 home runs given up, which led the major league. So I was very concerned when we brought in Trevor Williams, just for the fact that this guy is going to be a full-time starter. And the last time that he was a full-time starter, he got rocked around. And when he was the most successful back with the Mets over the last year and a half, was coming in and kind of being that utility guy kind of like the Palo Espino that we have seen with the Nationals over the last few years. And while I don't compare him directly to Palo Espino, I don't think that they are that far apart, if you hear what I'm saying, with the roles that they play. Trevor Williams is a much better pitcher than Palo Espino, no doubt about it. But that is the kind of role that I wanted him to pitch so far in 2023. But as we get here to May 25th, I'm starting to see beyond that beyond the comparison that I put on him to Paolo Espino. I see a guy that not only is a quality starting pitcher who gives you quality starts and quality innings, which is always valuable to a team that lacks pitching. I see him as a leader. As someone, when you look in the dugout on an off day for Josiah Gray and Mackenzie Gore, both those guys are always hovering around Trevor Williams. And just seeing them and working out with them on the field, not myself, I don't work out on the field. But those guys rally around Trevor Williams. And I think at the end, when you're talking about a veteran presence like Trevor Williams, who's been on good teams, who's been on bad teams, that is the veteran that you want to be to hold your younger guys down. And what I mean hold them down Just kind of keep them in control. These guys want to win. Mackenzie Gore wants to win. Josiah Gray, they want to win. Every single player on this roster wants to win. And that could be frustrating at times. When you don't get all the success that you want right away. When you don't have the quality start every five days that you want. When you don't have the stretch of that Mackenzie Gore had. And then all of a sudden he's kind of hit that stalwart. This is the time when Trevor Williams will be of value to this team. To be that veteran presence, to be that leader in the clubhouse, to really kind of rally the troops in a tough time and a rebuild. Let's call it as it is. It is a rebuild still. Yes, this team has been a lot better. Yes, we get it. But it's still a rebuild. The eyes are on the future. 
And Trevor Williams kind of understands his role when he signed to this team. Mike Rizzo has talked about this with the sports junkies on 106.7 The Fan. Trevor Williams is a leader, and he provides more than just a quality start every five days. He truly does. And it's the leadership aspect that you need in a clubhouse. The type of leadership that Max Scherzer would provide the young pitchers. Not really a Steven Strasburg type. Steven Strasburg kind of keeps to himself. And that's the way that he's always been, and that's okay. Not everyone's meant to be a leader. But also people lead in silence. And I kind of think that is what Trevor Williams has taken. He's not out in front cheering everybody on. He's not talking to the media every day, telling them what Mackenzie Gore does or doesn't. He's not talking about that. He just kind of leads as an example, someone who is a true pro. And when you are in a rebuild, you need guys like that. You need guys that will help you through the tough times and really make it back to the better times. To find your own way through this entire thing. Because at the end of the day, the Nationals will not be where they are today without Trevor Williams in my mind. And it's not because of the on-field success that he has had. Because Trevor Williams has put together a solid string of starts here and there. But his value is beyond that. It's the leadership role that a lot of people need to really look at and say, hmm, what has this guy provided besides a quality start every five days or so? Because while his main numbers haven't been amazing up to this point, He's been doing his job. Sitting right now at a 4.56 ERA in the month of May. It's not amazing. But when you look at a deeper dive into the numbers, batters are only hitting 2.30 off him. His fielding independent pitching is at a 5.35. He's given up five home runs, which has been the issue so far with Trevor Williams, averaging one per start in the month of May. Only 23 and two-thirds innings pitch. But those once every five days, these aren't awful numbers for a four or five starter, especially for this team. But we talk about the four days in between his starts where he's helping Mackenzie Gore learn all these sorts of different things. Josiah Gray, Jake Irvin, all these different young guys go into the equation that will make the next Nationals team great again. And that is what Trevor Williams has helped up to this point so far in 2023. So Trevor Williams' value is not just on the field. I cannot say that enough. It is off the field, in the clubhouse as well. And that is why I've liked the string of starts that he has put together. He's put himself in a nice place to where you don't need to to throw this guy out to the Wolves. Yeah, his numbers aren't amazing. But his value is still there. He's not getting killed. He's not getting hit up and blown up by every team. It's a consistent two to three earned runs per game. It's fine. I'll take that any day from a four or five starter on a rebuilding team. So check out tonight's game at 4.05 Eastern time with the Padres and the Nationals. You can just check out that game with Blake Snell versus Jake Irvin. You can catch that game. Always on the SiriusXM app. That is SXM app. And always search Nationals to find that. 
before we get into previewing today's four o'clock game, I got to tell you guys about our friends over at Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a subscription-based platform where it empties all the subscriptions that you may have forgotten about. Have you discovered any subscriptions that you have forgotten about potentially? How much has Rocket Money saved you? Because it has saved me a lot. I have all these different subscriptions that I just use for one day. And I just think and forget about that. But Rocket Money helps save the day. Because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy, guys. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. That's rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. Rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. And now we get back into previewing. This Washington Nationals game as they get set for a little day baseball action today at 4.05 against the San Diego Padres. And it's going to be a nice little pitching matchup in my mind with Southpaw, Blake Snell. I love Blake Snell and I love what he does versus Jake Irvin. Let's start with Blake Snell and some of the success that the Nationals have had against him. Not a lot of Nationals have faced Blake Snell throughout their career, but something to highlight is Corey Dickerson in seven at-bats going up against Blake Snell. He's got two home runs and three RBIs. So far, from what I can see, the only Nationals player to have a home run against Blake Snell. So I would fully expect Corey Dickerson to be in that lineup in one way or another today, whether it be DH or whatever. Because when you have a power surge like Corey Dickerson, someone whose job is to get home runs and extra base hits, you're going to see him against Blake Snell in the lineup. You just have to. You have to continue on this track record. But also, he isn't the only Washington National to have success with him. And only two at-bats. Kibar Ruiz has two hits off that guy with one RBI. Nothing crazy. Only two at-bats. But the Nationals have also kind of struggled against him in some departments as we've seen guys like Alex Call 0 for 5 against him. I don't expect Alex Call to be in the lineup today. And when you are in this rebuild, when you have to kind of patch together a lineup day by day and really play your matchups, these things matter. They really do matter. You have to play the better player. You have to play the player who's going to give you the maximum chance to actually have success against a pitcher like Blake Snell. Because while his numbers haven't been amazing this year, only a 5-4 ERA and 48 strikeouts and a 1-6 record, which is pretty putrid for the former Cy Young candidate, you have to take advantage of this. He has not had a solid year at all. He has gotten blown up at times as six losses. I don't look at wins and losses as far as pitchers go. But when looking at this pitching matchup, I think it's hard to say that Jake Irvin doesn't have an upper hand in this scenario. While Jake Irvin has kind of hit a rough patch in his first few MLB starts, his first two starts were electric. He looked great. 
His last two starts, let's not talk about it. Let's forget about that. Because now you're going up against a Padres lineup who has never seen Jake Irvin. They don't know too much about him. He's only pitched in the major leagues a handful of times. Let's see if the Nationals can take advantage of that pitching matchup and really pounce on Blake Snell because he hasn't been that good this year. He's not the Blake Snell of the past that we have seen, the Cy Young candidate year in and year out, the Southpaw of the year that I always call them. You can take advantage of Blake Snell. It's not the Blake Snell of the Tampa Bay Rays or of 2020. This guy has not been good. And I can't say that enough. The 30-year-old has gotten rocked around so far this season. And really hasn't been that pretty in years past as well. In 2022, he had a 3-3-8 ERA in 24 starts. It's not bad. And in 2021, he had a 4-2 ERA in 27 starts. This is kind of what Blake Snell is up to this point. Yes, he's a good pitcher. Yes, I still like what he provides to the San Diego Padres. But you also have to take advantage of this. Jump and pounce on these opportunities. When he leaves a breaking ball hanging up, guess what? Kill it. Because this year, he's given up nine home runs. Nine home runs in his nine starts. Compared to last year, in 24 starts, he only gave up 11 home runs. The Nationals can pounce on that power this year. And I think they will tonight. And why not? The Nationals. Take two of three from the San Diego Padres. Flick their nose in the face of Juan Soto and all the others and say, guess what? We got James Wood coming up. We got Robert Hassel, Yarlin Susanna, C.J. Abrams. All these guys will go in here and make a difference. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. Every day you can check out Locked On Nationals wherever you get your podcast. But of course, tomorrow's show, we are going to preview the Kansas City Royals series. I'll be doing that with Ryan Ryland Styles from Locked On Royals. That'll be a fun little preview. So again, thank you guys for making us your first listen. Every day, I will catch you on the flip side. Go Nationals.